Another Metro Detroit Golfers podcast presented by Hall Financial, of course. Bogey and Sully and uh, Mike, it is a major championship week. And this weekend, it, it is sure to be an unbelievable test uh, for these golfers. And actually, play is officially underway. And there have been some scores uh, already out there. Justin Thomas, Rory McElroy, and Brooks Kepka in particular really struggling out of the gate. If you end up finding the rough, uh, you're going to be in some trouble here, especially with those wins today right off the ocean. Yeah, you know, I, I love watching the PGA Championship. And, and generally, Kyle, what, what's interesting is this this one in particular at the ocean course feels like more of a U.S. Open than a PGA Championship with how, mm -hmm. with how tough it's playing. Generally speaking, um, U.S. Opens are tougher in terms of scoring and conditions than PGA Championships. That's just, that's just historically how it's been. PGA Championships are generally a little easier. I'm not saying it's easy by any means, but in comparison to U.S. Opens, that's kind of how it's always gone. So I think it's very clear that, that you know, the, the PGA really wants to, to make this event in this tournament a little tougher and they have been. I, I think there there's definitely, uh, you know, the course is playing 7,800 yards and Definitely some guys struggling out there right now, and we'll see what, what ends up happening this weekend. But I think it's just important to note that from what you've heard over the years of apparently this kind of a unwritten type rivalry between the USGA and the PGA, I, I definitely think that the PGA is trying to make this difficult. Well, it's also that that kind of unwritten, um, you know, rivalry, you know, like you said, but it's also one of those things for the average viewer and fans out there. You and I were talking about this as we were uh, we were playing Detroit Golf Club late in the day uh, earlier this week, which, by the way, the grandstands are going in, uh, you know, for the Rocket Classic coming up uh, in early July. So really exciting courses already playing uh, pretty firm and fast. So it should be very exciting when that actually gets underway. But you and I were just, you know, screwing around with, again, the conversation of, do most people want to see guys go out there and, you know, the, the rough be, you know, a foot thick and, you know, guys put up some high scores or do fans and viewers really want to see people, you know, hit some great shots and, and just rack up a bunch of birdies and maybe have some Eagle opportunities thrown in there as well. And I think it's a mixed bag, you know, for me, obviously you want to see great golf shots. If you're sitting down on a random weekend watching the Wells Fargo or, you know, whatever it may be, you want to see, you know, guys really battling it out and sticking some close to the pin, hitting some good putts, things like that. But I will say a few times a year, whether it's the U.S. Open or, you know, this year, obviously the PGA Championship, I don't mind seeing guys, you know, really struggle a couple of times a year because it does humanize them. I mean, they can go to any course, any course, any of these tournaments. And the winning score could be 25 under par, 27 under par. I mean, really, they can do that anywhere. So to almost bring that back down to earth, see them battle and just grind through, you know, a mental and physical grind, it, it is entertaining for me. And I, I do look forward to watching this weekend. Yeah, I think generally speaking, fans love watching birdies and players love making birdies, obviously. So <laughs> I, I think that, that generally speaking, Lower scores are, are preferred and it's fun to watch. But yeah, for the, for the major championships, I think people do enjoy a little challenge, right? And I think that, heck, ever, you saw it on MDG, the, the classic question, what would you shoot this weekend if you were out there, you know? And, and there's been plenty of professionals that have said that, you know, I don't think a five handicap will even break 100 here and things like that. So uh, it's very interesting just to, 
I think, you know, like you said, Kyle, when we played DGC the other day, and, and of course, a big thank you to, to David Hall uh, for having us out there, who's not only just our friend and a great guy, but of course, the presenting partner of this podcast and definitely encourage everyone to visit www.hallmdg.com and make sure that you check them out if you want to get a refinance or a or certainly a new home purchase because they're just excellent. They've been helping a ton of MDG members. So have a free phone call with them. That's hallmdg.com. But I mean, D Hall had us out there and it was just fantastic. And even then, Kyle, you know, as we played with D Hall and Kenny Allard, the, the conditions out there were already starting to, they're already starting to prepare for the tournament, grandstands, conditions, et cetera. And the rough at DGC is no joke, but but the rough for the rocket classic at DGC is even worse. And not even to mention uh, the difference between a, a, an event like the PGA championship or the U S open, it's a different game. And, and I think a lot of people don't even realize that where look, so many people, you know, the average golfer, it, it's, it's tough to even break 80. Right. And, and it's, it's tough to get into the seventies or it's tough for a lot of people to, to break 90, you know what I mean? So it's, it's crazy to think of it on that level. And then to also think how these professionals are playing these courses with the absolute toughest conditions possible, the rough as thick as possible, um, the, the course playing as long as possible. It's a totally different game in terms of the courses that they're playing. And if anything, it just makes me appreciate their scores even more. No, there, there's no doubt about that. I mean, you know, the rough for at Detroit Golf Club by tournament time, that rough is going to be five, six inches. You know, I, I mean, it, right now it's already three, maybe four. I mean, it's built up pretty good this early in the season. These guys out here, I mean, you, you're looking, I'm watching it right now, actually, because play is underway at the PGA Championship. I mean, this rough is seven inches, you know, six, seven inches maybe even more. I mean, you, you can't even see uh, the ball drop yeah. down there. And, you know, so it, it, I would also say too, you know, for guys like us who are, you know, just average golfers, you know, whatever, I, you're not even going to be able to find your ball. No, you know, don't it, have it, like, spotters. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, it's, a, if they didn't have spotters, you know, at the course for this tournament, you would see lost balls on almost every single hole yeah. because there's literally no way, you know, to find that ball. It's just, it really is remarkable, but they hack it out of there. Like it's nothing. And you go in the rough, it's totally different. I mean, it, the rough is, is thick with two C's, you know, maybe even three C's. It, it's, so, it, it's very, very thick. And, yeah. um, you know, I was actually picking Kenny Allard's brain when we were playing because he's just such an old, just such an old school uh, classic uh, golf legend. And he's played in, you know, 12 major championships. He's played in the PGA. He's played in the U.S. Open. He's played in the Buick Open. Just a ton. And, and he's and I, still got it, too. By the he way, the ball he plays straight. from RTs and still just peppers fairways and greens. It's great. I was asking Kenny, you know, when you're in the rough, when you're in rough, that's that thick. What is the best play here? Like, is the ball naturally going to come out left? Is it going to come out right? You know, what is it? And he said that generally you're going to have a tendency to close the club face, which means the ball for right-handed player, if the ball is going to go left, obviously vice versa for a left-handed player. But he said, you generally have a tendency to close the club face because you're trying to hack at it. So for a lot of people, the ball will come out left. And he said that you really need to almost tighten your grip and maybe choke down on the club a little bit more just to be able to get it out. Um, but it is, it is, people take that for granted in terms of how difficult it is on tour. It's, it's no joke with, with what these pros are playing. And, and especially at an event like, uh, you know, like the ocean course for, for the PGA championship. 
Well, I want to make sure that we get into some of the the odds and favorites and you know some of the numbers. Uh, of course, our friend and uh, partner at DraftKings Sportsbook has all of that for the PGA Championship this weekend. want to thank everyone that participated uh, in the pool. When you sign up, code MDG, guys. Don't forget, code MDG. It's also playoff time, big stakes, bigger problems. DraftKings Sportsbook giving you a chance to lower the over-under on a featured playoff game. All players who place a bet on the featured basketball game will have a hand in lowering the over-under on the game. For every 1,500 players who bet the over on a select game, the over-under will drop by one point. Every better who hammers that over in the featured game helps to lower the games over under. Keep your eye out for that. DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MDG when you sign up to hammer the over. Every 1,500 people that bet the over in the featured game, the line will decrease by one point. Yes, it's your chance to improve the odds for the over hitting. Make sure you tell your friends again. That's code MDG for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline, 800-270-7117, 21 or older, Michigan only. Eligibility restrictions apply max. $25 wager, one per customer. Offer ends 523-21. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. And, you know, I don't know if you've had a chance to take a, a deep dive into some of the odds uh, on DraftKings Sportsbook. But, you know, going into the tournament, I, you know, I feel at this point, Mike, and you can laugh at me all you want, I, I feel contractually obligated to bet on Jordan Spieth every mm-hmm. single tournament here on out. And, I, and I've bet on him a ton. And I ended up cashing in in one tournament, at least, uh, when he won the Valero, uh, you know, Texas Open. But Jordan Spieth right now, plus 1,400. Um, and you know, not great odds because he's had a top 10 finish seven of his last nine starts. So, you know, if you're going to ride him, you might as well just, just get in, get in early and, and hope that the roller coaster takes you, uh, to a victory. A couple others. I was really keeping an eye on Brooks Kepko was plus 4,000. Um, he made the turn, I think at even par after a, a double start, uh, on number one. And then the other guy, a long shot, somebody who was playing really good golf and has just kind of disappeared over the last couple of months. That's Tony Fino, plus 3,300. Tony Fino to win the PGA Championship has all the talent in the world. You got to believe it's going to come together for him at some point. So those are a couple of the guys that I'm going to be keeping my eye on this weekend. Yeah, and how about a guy, uh, you know, Tim Pierce? What are his odds? You know, Birmingham Country Club, <laughs> 24 years old, uh, playing in the PGA Championship. Such a great story. He literally is a junior golf instructor at Birmingham Country Club, and he's, he's teeing it up in the PGA Championship. Uh, he's also an MDG member, which is awesome. Um, full honesty, he, you know, I, I had, I, there's so many people in MDG, and I was so glad to see his, uh, you know, his story and, and the fact that he qualified for the PGA. So I looked him up and sure enough, he's an MDG member. He, he follows MDG. He's a part of MDG. He followed me personally and I'd followed him back. And, and, um, you know, it, it's really cool to see that because I mean, he's posting videos, the PGA, the, the PGA official pages are, are posting about him. And, um, you know, he posted a video just walking and talking with Justin Thomas earlier, you know, on the range, which is just awesome, you know. So to see a, a local kid like that, 24 years old, teeing it up in the PGA Championship, I can't imagine what's that like and what that is like. And, and certainly just want to wish him uh, best of luck. It, it is just so cool to see once again an MDG member playing on the PGA Tour, right? And, and the MDG has only been around for a year, but we've had – 
Donnie Trosper now, Willie Mack, who just got exempt for the Rocket Classic, who I talked to yesterday as well. That's just fantastic. Tim Pierce is playing in it. Jeff Roth played in the PGA last year. I mean, we have a lot of, we actually do have a lot of good MDG golfers that are playing on, on tour, Kyle. It's awesome. It really is. I mean, what, what an unbelievable experience, you know, that is now he gets to, to hang out with Justin Thomas. I'm sure he gets to see all these guys warm up. And, you know, the cool thing is it, it seems like at least, you know, I'm sure there's exceptions, you know, to, to the rule, but it seems like a lot of these guys are just really welcoming to, you know, PGA professionals like that who get, you know, th- this opportunity. And I, I, I gotta believe he's going to be walking home uh, or traveling home with some uh, pretty cool gear and memorabilia because uh, I've, I've heard story after story about, you know, some of these golfers hooking those guys up and, you know, taking care of them because they know how precious and special uh, something like that is. Now, the, the only, uh, you know, tough part is going to be he's got to go battle that uh, that ocean course. Matt. It does not look uh, you know, like uh, something you could play uh, around here in the state of Michigan. That's going to be a tough weekend, but no doubt a memorable one for him. And hopefully uh, he comes back, you know, Monday, not not Saturday, right? You know, so let, let's hope mm-hmm. it's awesome to see him make the cut. And, and well, yeah, that, that course is no joke. It's it's just so cool to to see him out there. And and also, um, you know, you mentioned how welcoming they are. I, I, I the thing is with these golf circles, and when you're playing even at that level, uh, you know, I'm sure that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's known Justin Thomas over the years with the junior golf circuits and around the same age and playing in tournaments together. So, I mean, all of these guys have played together for so long where um, I'm sure they, they all know each other as well. No, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I, I will say, you know, Tim, if, if he listens to this, um, you know, we, we should probably get him out to try covering massage and flexibility when he gets back from hitting out of that rough uh, all weekend. Uh, again, our friends over at Tricovery have been unbelievable. Jeff, Kevin, their entire team uh, do a great job with golf-specific exercises, stretches, uh, massages to make sure that you're playing your very best golf. And like, like I said, after that uh, experience playing in the rough this weekend, Tricovery uh, should welcome Tim in. Maybe we can facilitate that and actually just get him in there uh, so we can uh, spruce him up and get him back out there on the course this summer. If you haven't checked them out, Novi Royal Oak Locations, just give them a shout. That's tricovery.com, tri-covery.com. Uh, they do a wonderful job. Absolutely. Now, now, Kyle, um, I do want to, before we, we wrap up here, uh, just play some audio for some people. And, and I know that, you know, that's kind of what we're going to close with. But uh, you and I had a great opportunity to go out to a course with new ownership, uh, a course that that is a, is a local one that's not not extremely well known really, uh, and it's a course that that really you know the word passion comes to mind in terms of of Gary and Luigi and Jenny and the ownership group and um, you know there's so much passion at Hunters Ridge over in Howell and and I think that the owners have really been been hyper honest and and just really um, really telling their story to us about how they wanted to take over this course wanted to really get more people there, wanted to improve it. And, and they've been doing a great job. It's, it's truly kind of a, an up north feel as they describe it. And it's true. Um, up north style golf out in Howell and, and really the clubhouse, which is just a beautiful log cabin clubhouse. Uh, you and I had a chance to go play Hunter's Ridge and, and had a great time. Just very thankful to, to, the, to the ownership uh, group for inviting us out. They were extremely hospitable. And, and uh, you and I really had a fun day. Yeah, we did. I mean, it's it's clear that they're investing their time, their money, their sweat, um, you know, to just create a fun place for for any level of golfer to go enjoy themselves. And 
you can see too the the character of the course, what they're trying to do with it. Uh, you know, they line the fairways nicely. They're they're trying to get the greens, you know, moving a little bit better. Uh, they're redoing some of the bunkers, so a lot of work and effort going into it. Uh, they got a food truck out there, which is cool. And really you know, cool. our person, our personal favorite was being able to have a cocktail on that outdoor patio overlooking the uh, the 18th green, which you know, twist our arm and we'll go back and have another cocktail out there. But Hunter's Ridge doing a nice job. Uh, you know, if you're in that area, even if you're not, you know, make the trip uh, and go check it out because uh, you know, really, really impressed with the ownership group uh, and and the amount of time and effort that they are putting in to really make it a fun place. No doubt. So with that being said, I want to end and play this audio for everyone uh, just so you can can hear firsthand from the ownership group, um, from Gary, from Eric, from Luigi, from Jenny, and, and just hear their story about taking over Hunter's Ridge. It's a great one. And, that, and that's really, you know, this is one of the cool things that we get to do with MDG is, is tell these stories and really support all of our great local golf courses and encourage people to check it out. So with that being said, thank you for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers podcast as always. And please enjoy. Uh, this audio and, and this story from the ownership group over at Hunter's Ridge, the links at Hunter's Ridge in Howell. All right. Tell me, uh, tell me about the course. Uh, Hunter's Ridge built in 1995 uh, was built by Joe and Janet Beasley, who were farmers previously. This was a dairy farm and uh, they hired Jerry Matthews to design the course. It's a open layout. We call it more of a Lynx Prairie style. There's not a lot of trees, a lot of mounds and you'll find the greens are all multi-tiered and uh, really challenging greens as, as we go forward. Uh, we took over the course two years ago and uh, at the time it was kind of dilapidated. It was a bit of a fixer-upper, but we thought it had good bones and a good opportunity for us to turn around and make something of it. Uh, my family and the Simich family had a lot of experience in food service and hospitality. We felt pretty good about that part of it. We were able to retain uh, course super Mike Measley and he's helping us uh, transition it from a family-run course to more of a multi-owner more open environment and more friendly environment so we're pretty excited about it this is our second year of operations uh, COVID has been a challenge but we're getting through it it's helped some parts of the business and hurts others because uh, we're not seeing the outings uh, we're getting leagues back here but we're not seeing the outings that we have historically and we're excited about it what would you say you're, you're most proud of in the two years since you guys kind of took this over? I, I think the whole look and feel and brand is the most exciting thing we're, we've done. Uh, we brought in liquor. We want to make this a more entertaining place locally. I think there's opportunities to bring locals in for food and drink. Uh, if you go up north, we're kind of an up northy course. And if you go up north, the uh, food service and the bars are where people hang out. So out here in Howell, I think we have an opportunity to do that. But really, it's all about the course at the end of the day. Very fun, very playable course. Anything that we didn't ask that you want to add? You answered like five questions in the first, uh, <laughs> the first I answered a lot of questions uh, previously. No, I, I think uh, what I would add is we're just getting going. You know, we started this two years ago. I think there's a lot of potential here, a lot of things that we could do, and we're going to try to make a go of it, and we're pretty excited about it. That's great. Uh, start by saying and spelling your uh, sure. first and last name for me. My name is Eric Nichols, E-R-I-C-N-I-C-H-O-L-S. And uh, what's your role here at the at Hunter's Ridge? Well, and what's better than buying a golf course? <laughs> so I found this golf course for sale, and I invited some people to join me in this golf course, and we took over a course that needed a lot of work, had been neglected, and we've done a lot of work so far, but uh, it's only just begun. We are going to make this the best course in, in 
Metro West Detroit, and we encourage everyone to come out and play our course. It's extremely uh, enjoyable for the ladies from the, from the forward tees. Uh, they generally come out here and have better scores than they have at other courses because of the course was designed so that they would have an opportunity to, to enjoy their round of golf with good tee box built for them. Uh, so we're encouraging Metro Detroit and all of Michigan and the surrounding states come visit Links of Hunters Ridge. What would you say you're most proud of here as we enter the third operating year? The course improvements, we've done a tremendous amount of work uh, and you know you have to spend money to make the course nice and we're going to continue to try to grow the profits here so that we can make the course better and better and better. Can you start that with, uh, we're really proud of? Sure. We're really proud of all the improvements we've made on the course. We've had to uh, spend the money that had been not been spent in previous years to try and rebuild it back. We appreciate all our past customers that have come through the through the changes, but it's going to continue to improve and get better all the time. And uh, say and spell your name and give me your title for me. Okay, Jenny Simich, J-E-N-N-Y-S-I-M-I-C-H. I'm in charge of marketing here at the Links at Hunters Ridge. We took over the course uh, three years ago. It's our second year of full operations and looking forward to a really exciting season as we uh, welcome people back to the course and welcome a lot of new people out who've never been here. It's kind of a hidden gem. We're uh, right in the triangle between Flint, Lansing, and uh, Brighton. And so it's really accessible to all of those areas as well as we get golfers from, from uh, you know, the west part of the state and Metro Detroit. So we're really excited to have people come and learn about some of the improvements that we've made as well as uh, the things we have on the docket for uh, the rest of the summer. We're in the middle of a bunker program where we're improving all of our bunkers and reshaping and resurfacing and getting new sand in them, as well as just a lot of course beautification. Um, I'm here in front of our signature hole, number 17, which uh, is one of the highest points in the golf course. And from here... <laughs> so I'm here at our signature hole, number 17, which is the highest point in the golf course. So from here you can look uh, towards the um, barn, which was an old dairy barn that was a part of the Centennial Farm that this golf course was built on 26 years ago. You can also look back towards the clubhouse and then down towards the uh, undulating hillside to the, to the uh, green. We have uh, five different uh, tee boxes here that you can choose from. It's really friendly for women, so if you're a novice golfer, you can uh, choose the spot that works well for you, as well as our experienced golfers. Um, our golf pro is a LB, LPGA pro, and uh, she offers lessons as well as different clinics. We have two other pros in the, in the uh, clubhouse as well that cater to one-on-one -on -one lessons as well as clinics, and they're available. Just call the clubhouse if you want to uh, learn more about the game of golf. So we invite you out here to play. We're very proud of the course and proud of the changes and improvements we've got planned, and we welcome you to come and join us. Do you want to speak about the, yeah. the like the culture of the course, uh, like the variety of people that you welcome out here? Sure, sure. One of the great things about being in this area is we pull from just a lot of different demographics. So we have 
uh, a lot of friendly people that are locals. We have a lot of women that come out. We have some businesses that have leagues on different nights that are part of the community. Um, a lot of our employees are local, and so when our patrons come into golf, there's a ton of friendly faces here that they might know from their school or their church or seeing them at the grocery store. So we have really experienced golfers that find this very challenging uh, with the, the wide fairways and the, um, the large greens and the different water features and, and uh, bunkers. And then we have um, something for everybody, really. You can make it as challenging as you want. It's very fair. You'll get a good roll and, uh, on, the, on the greens, and, and you'll really enjoy the game. We ha also have some youth programs. We're the home golf course for the Byron High School golf team, both of the men's and the women's, and uh, have a lot of tournaments there for where we have five or six different schools coming in for um, tournaments. So, Youth golf is really important, and it's something that is growing, and uh, uh, a lot of investment is being made by the PGA and the LPGA to get those young people in on the golf course and experiencing the great game of golf. Good. Is that what anything we're looking that, for? Anything you want to add that we didn't ask about? Um, did anybody talk about the food truck? No. No, okay. Please. Okay. So uh, one of the really exciting things this year is the uh, opening of our food truck. Um, our clubhouse was very limited in size. It's a really cool log cabin, but it didn't lend itself well to feeding the uh, hundreds of golfers that come through here each week. So we custom designed and ordered a um, food truck. It's a permanent part of our structure here, and it's going to allow us to offer many different kinds of food uh, selections, uh, both you know fish fries as well as some great shawarma sandwiches and really expand our offering for our hungry golfers. So, And even if you're not a golfer, we have a great sunset view off of the 18th uh, green there. Our deck overlooks that and faces the sunset. So come on out, grab a beverage and a great sandwich and enjoy the view. All right. Yeah, Introduce you just, yourself. Please, yeah. Talk about the course. Sure. I'm Luigi Felino, and uh, I'm here to talk a little bit about the course. Uh, Lynx at Hunter's Ridge uh, is a really playable course. We have four sets of tees here. It's a, it's a course designed for all skill levels. Uh, from the back, while it's only playing just sh uh, short of 6,600 yards, it's 132 slope, which is a really good challenge. A lot of long carries for the really experienced or skilled golfer, but yet, you know, our slope goes down to 117 and that for the average golfer uh, with four sets of tees, you can, you know, our forward tees are very fair. Uh, and uh, we, we love the course layout. Uh, when that's one of the reasons why that we fell in love with the course because nine par fours, five par threes, you know, it just makes it for a fun day. That's what we're trying to evolve out here is having uh, a good golf experience. So. We're really excited about that. We're redoing, we have a bunker renovation project underway, and uh, we're really excited about that. We spent a lot of time on the greens. Our greens and fairways are bent grass here, so I think it's a very fair roll type of links course. It's uh, something that people can score if you're playing well on the par threes and par fours, and of course, a couple par fives are reachable and two for the big hitters, so that's what makes this course so fun.